Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Eartha. And I wanted to share with you, you know, I was reading an article on the internet just a few moments ago, and I came across something that was surprising. It mentioned how we are entering a new age. Well, my curiosity, how this all got started was my curiosity kind of got a little bit flared. And I wondered, I wonder what era are we in? I mean, I don't know why I was thinking about that. I don't know what triggered that um, thought, but that's what happens with me sometimes. And so I went to the internet and looked it up. And uh, of course, a lot of the information came up. It said that we are in the information era or the digital age. And that wasn't too surprising. I came across a few articles that were different. And so when I look for information and I'm doing research, I do kind of look for those different point of views because that's how I learn. I want to hear something different. Um, And it's a choice if I uh, can accept it or not accept it. But to me, it's fun. And that's one of the boring things that you may think that uh, goes on. But it's it's something exciting to me. So I wanted to share it with you. But before I get started, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to bring Transition Awareness Breathing podcast on a platform for you and thank you Mary Lou and Sam my producers for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to my listeners wherever they go okay so I didn't want to save this information I have to share it and that's part of the digital age the information age you know we our sources are coming very quick Uh, Very rarely are we visiting libraries or these storehouses of information. Information is very available to us at our fingertips. And that in itself has been a progress from where we were. Now, this was the surprising part for me. From where we were five to ten years ago. We're not talking about 20 years ago or 30 years ago or 50 years ago. We're just talking about five to 10 years ago. And my second thought was, we are moving fast. So where do we go from here? And what does this have to do with mindfulness or relaxation or awareness? is my goal to bridge 
all of that with you in our short time together. So let me begin by refreshing ourselves and to remind all of us that we are still in what is considered the modern era. And in this era, there are certain ages, and that's where we are moving from the information age or digital age into a new age, which I'll share in a few moments. But in the perspective of mindfulness in the modern, in this modern era, mindfulness is meant to be used to live. Well, that's not exciting, but it is. Because in the article, one of the articles I read, it referred to groups of people that would like to get away from uh, the common people or move away into caves or something like that because they believed they needed to uh, escape or, or retreat from everyday emotional or social or physical distractions. It, it seemed like the everyday living routines and emotions were distractions. And so they would retreat into caves and meditate. In these times, things has really changed because the distractions, our physical existence, our stressors, some of the elements may have changed, but the stress continues. And so maybe we should look at this from a perspective that mindfulness is here to be used to improve our lives to make us aware of the beauty and the positive part of existing in a world that may not be so perfect because we can choose how to exist in a positive way or we can choose to exist in a not-so-positive way. It's our choice. And so retreating to a cave or retreating to an existence where we don't interact, well, that's been tried and it doesn't work. So we can say, if we choose, I would suggest we could say, well, let's try something different. And from my perspective, when we're looking at something and we maybe doesn't work the first time, we can use a growth mindset perspective and try something new. And I think that's where the modern um, day usage of mindfulness is supporting, is to use mindfulness to learn how to move through our stresses, our distractions, our emotions, not to run away from them. And so actually, it's almost like we are transitioning. We're in a transition era from a perspective of, no, we're not going to 
um, hide from our emotions. We're going to face our emotions. And we don't have to face our emotions like a Neanderthal. In those times, maybe the ancient of of humans needed to respond that way, whatever way that was. But because we are in the information age or the digital age, because we are in a modern age, I would suggest that maybe we can change how we use our mindfulness in a positive way where we don't have to respond in an ancient or a medieval uh, way of behavior. Now, you may disagree with me, and that is great. I would love for you to disagree with me so that we can explore a different perspective. Let me continue. I enjoyed reading a couple of articles by um, a couple of informatic experts, technology technology experts. And one technology expert, his name is Brian B. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. But he suggests that we are now in an age called reckoning, the age of reckoning. And he summarizes that we've had all the technology in the information age. And in the past, uh, there were dreams that, you know, when we are advanced in our technology, it will solve a lot of the world problems, diseases, technology, manufacturing. All those things would um, have a lot of of problems resolved because of increased technology. However, as we look to date, a lot of problems still occur with health care, with health period, period, uh, information, manufacturing, and things like that. And so what he is suggesting, what Brian is suggesting is that this usage of the information is no longer about gathering the data, but looking at the data and maybe confronting the major problems that we face and looking at the truths, really looking at ourselves. And he recognizes that this may be uncomfortable and Looking at this, we move from looking at what's going on, and I would like to use the word, if you don't mind, being aware of what's going on and recognizing that we have a lot of things to fix. However, the best is yet to come. Another expert, his name is Mike Wadhira, explains he believes we are in an experience age, that we have transitioned into an experience age, meaning, just to, short, uh, to, to uh, summarize very shortly, is that all the information, all the data has been collected. 
And now it is time to use this data. And what he really did a great job of, of uh, image, making an image in his uh, article was comparing a social media platform that many of us use, like Facebook, where Facebook would collect all the information and come up with a profile for its users and compare that to another social media platform, such as Snapchat, where the experience is pictured and then the interaction is is live. And so how a lot of uh, social media platforms now are changing into this live platform and bringing some interaction and not so much uh, data collection. That That's my summary, and I have summarized that very, very uh, roughly, but I hope you got the idea. And so whether... The age, what we what we want to call it is an experience age, or if we want to call it a reckoning age, I would like to propose that whatever age we want to call it, we can definitely recognize this as a transition age. And from a mindfulness perspective, that's where I like to make the bridge. We are in an age of nanotechnology where we are changing from the information that we have been using into a more um, everyday part of our lives usage of not just data, but we're interacting with our devices and we're very mobile. So what does that have to do with mindfulness? I would invite you to open your awareness and to recognize what is your identity. We have an online identity and we have an offline identity. I invite us to reflect which identity do we nurture the most? And this really requires us to spend a moment, a mindfulness moment, and be aware of our true identity. To recognize, without judgment, our feelings, our emotions, our responses to our surroundings. If we are spending an enormous amount of time in our online identity, are we able to nurture that other part of us? And are we aware of our true feelings or are we getting ourselves into a parasocial connection where we are are, um, interacting with uh, media communities because maybe we follow 
or our, quote, friends with the same people. And and so we are um, creating a a environment, a community that we really um, um, have not interacted with in a in a social uh, two way interaction um, because you know uh, when you're online and you're texting sometimes uh, certain personas can come across and it could be misinterpreted and that just spirals off into other uh, reactive uh, communications or behaviors. So are we really, really spending time and being aware of what our triggers are in our online identity? I was reading uh, this article in the magazine is called Mindful, Healthy Mind, Healthy Life magazine. And uh, this is by Barry Boyce, October 25th of 2022. And it's uh, the article is titled The Truth About Parasocial Relationships. In particular, it highlights how a one-way uh, relationship such as celebrity worship really contributes to a distorted uh, relationship because it pulls the individual away from learning or interacting in a healthy relationship. The, the final surprise I want to share with you as I'm reading all these articles and what um, Barry Boyce brought out was that there is a rise, there's an increase in the economy where our attention has become a main product. So chew that over and summarize it and, you know, let's look around ourselves and and realize that when we are not nurturing our true identity, that our attention is used as a product for some someone to increase the economy. And what does that result in? Well, I would recommend and I would suggest that we all take a nice, easy breath in and blow it out and recognize that we are in a transition age. And in transition age, um, you know, the technology is being used in various forms. But to ha- for us, how important it is to hang on to the humanity and the positivity that we are very creative and we can bring positive relationships, positive interactions to this world to decrease stress and to decrease loneliness 
I'm going to leave you with that. And I look forward to talking to you again next time. Thank you for joining me. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com. 